When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily. This features a few of the hand-picked best bits of this afternoon's show. Um, well, we had two studio guests in, so you're going to hear from both of them. One is Paul Sinner, the yeah. fine comedian and the cinnamon in The Chase. And the other is Tom Kerridge. Yeah, the uh, chef. TV presenter, new show yeah. tonight. So and uh, if, if, you, if you like the occasional flutter, he might have an idea for you. That's true. Yeah. We, uh, we had a chat. We had a chat about last night's football. I had we a did. bit of a, a member of the royal family. Oh, yeah, Andy went very Republican. <laughs> Fantastic. It was like communist Russia. <laughs> so you'll hear that. And uh, other stuff besides. Here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon, Paul. Paging of Mr. M. Pochettino. M. Pochettino, please come in. You think that was the moment, dear? <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. It was the moment. We'll have a chat with Jamie That's, Jackson about that, that shortly. Such a poor performance. It was a shocker, wasn't it? First it, was, half. it was a shocker. shocker. They were brilliant, City. Absolutely oh, yeah. brilliant. But uh, United were so poor. And they really missed McTominay and they really missed Maguire, of course. And they're just so up and down, United. They've got good players, mm. so they've just got no consistency. And, uh, and to be fair to Matic, actually, when he came on the second half, he made a difference. He played well, and yeah. uh, they, they played better. Yeah, United. you could argue they won the second half, really, couldn't you? You could, but, yeah. you know... The, <laughs> the damage was done. Like I always say, the Carabao Cup, it's the right to lose to City in the final. <laughs> <laughs> it's great that Pep takes it so seriously, I unless you're wouldn't. playing City in the final. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's true. And uh, I've noticed, uh, Wayne Rooney was there last night, and I noticed his beard now. It's getting darker and darker. It's almost the full Ryland now. <laughs> just... Do you think he's going to have the teeth done as yeah, well? He's going to be good go the He'll be doing Wayne Rooney's supermarket God, sweep. planets do you think that looks good? It's bonkers. Anyway, I was thinking, though, that if... There's a lot, been a lot of call in the Champions League to get rid of the away goal rule. Mm. And if this tie was in the Champions League, it would be completely over because United would need to win 3-0 or 4-1 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas here, they, they are only two goals behind. You know, as we always say, it's not going to be easy, but yeah. it gives them more of a chance and it makes it more of a game. I, I, th- I think there's a point to that. It would be interesting to see whether UEFA ever do that because there seems to be quite a lot of chat about that. Good to see our old mate Darren Can get a nice mention from Martin Tyler last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was very nice, yeah. yeah it's his 10th anniversary. Oh, no, it's not his 10th anniversary. It's not the 10th anniversary at all. He was just making the point at the start of the decade, uh, Darren Stark was refer- linesman in the World Cup final. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the new, uh, on other news, the new managing director of the ECB is Neil Snowball. 
Yeah, but, I saw that, yeah. Yeah, but what are the chances of him succeeding? Well, I, I'm, I was thinking that myself. <laughs> yeah, you want TV fun? But we must have done TV <laughs> formats we, for Neil Snowball. I think we probably have And Emiliano Martinez, the uh, Arsenal backup keeper, mm. said that Michelle Arteta told them at half-time Michelle to... Michelle Arteta? Is that, Mikel Arteta. <laughs> is that Mikel's wife? I, I, no, it's, he's, I've, I've, the French version. Oh, OK. Right, Mikel yeah. Arteta, sorry yeah. about that. I don't know why I did that. Uh, told them at halftime to run like wolves. Was it the animals or the football team? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the, well, if, if it's like Traore. More of Traore a little mm. bit later on because mm. he could have had an alternative career, one of his wolves teammates has revealed. And uh, Matt Scott's going to pop him. We're going to look at his numbers because they... Mm. Uh, and I, I love there was a story the other day suggesting that Manchester United might buy him for £25 million. Yeah, Good luck with that. Yeah. I think he's probably worth a bit more than that 50. at the moment. Yeah, I think at, at least 50, at least. really. Because you're buying... You you know, before, Wolves were buying a, a, a diamond in the rough. Uh, but, you know, he has, he has been honed subsequently. I wouldn't say he's a diamond yet, but he's certainly getting there. Oh, so no, he's going to cost you a lot of money. One of the players of the season Yeah, so absolutely. Terrific, no question about it. Um, there's a, you know, it's the technology show, the one that Bealsy used to go to in Los Angeles with all the latest all the, yeah, techn right. techno... Uh, and, developments appear yeah and uh, there's a new personal assistant alexa style assistant that's shaped like a ball yeah. and it follows you around doing whatever you are so it's not you're not stuck like you need this but for example if you're walking around your house uh it, it, and you say turn the lights off or turn this on it'll follow you around the house doing it so you don't have to have them in every room and it's called Borley. That's what it's named. I don't know if it's got a high-pitched voice. <laughs> that's, a, that's a nice bit of equipment, that is. Yeah, do you like... You've been I don't need it. Did you used to go to trade shows, Andy? I bet you were the king of the trade shows, weren't you? <laughs> did you really. do stuff on the stage? Oh, well, I mean, I've done all that, yeah. I've done, I've done fashion forums all over the all over the place. Oh, OK, really? Yeah, fashion yeah. forums. It's yeah, where amazing, you we used to introduce... Um, Famous designers and interview them and stuff like that wasn't wasn't my, well, they like to wasn't my finest well, hour. Well, they like interviewing famous designers, say, compared to a footballer or a boxer or something like that. Well, probably less than good than a footballer and better than a boxer. Well, I've gone out there and I've turned, I've had a look and I've looked up and I've gone to the sewing machine yeah. and I've, I've cut that cloth and then next thing we know, yeah. it's a terrific effort by everybody. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Well, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't fantastic. It did take me to New York at one point. Really? Okay. Mm. Who were you interviewing there? Oh, well, Give I'm, us some of the interview people you interviewed in the world of fashion, Andy. Amanda Wakely. Oh, yeah, I've heard of her, yeah. Um, who else? <laughs> I can't Any of them make you, it big? You're, Tommy you're, Hilfiger? You know, you're talking about 30 years ago. I can't even remember last week. Not but, Tommy you know, Hilfiger. You didn't interview him? But I ended up doing the Palladium. There was one at the Palladium. You played Lim the Palladium. Franks. Yeah, I, I've trod the boards of the Palladium. <laughs> It was amazing. You and Brucey. What about that? <laughs> God, what an interesting life he's led. Eh? <laughs> oh, fantastic! Yeah, really. It's never dull. It's never oh, really? Dull. No. Not great. Well, I don't know. That was a bit dull because he didn't have any big names. Really, Amanda Wakely. I mean, with respect, Amanda. So what? Um, thanks for coming and all that. But you know, Tommy Hilfiger. But I know, I'm sure she did some good work. I was intrigued by the Daily Star today. I think this is the worst. That's not a phrase you hear. <laughs> intrigue. Intrigue well, is not I'm the intrigued. first word that I mean, comes to mind, is it? Really? It's, it's the strangest front page I've ever seen it's the basically it's a story it's about, a bit quiet at the moment isn't it i suppose it is <laughs> no it's this not is the story the no, point i was making cartoon well it isn't <laughs> no. this is there with all the stuff it was with all the stuff that's going on well you know i'm talking about the world of sport but all oh, the stuff okay. that's the, i'm talking about the transfer oh, you're talking window. about the back page not the front it, no page. the front page oh okay the front right. page was a story about cartoon favorite danger mouse 
Danger Mouse almost got whacked by the Italian mafia. Really? After Did he? worried US tele execs feared the show would offend crime bosses. Apparently, the original uh, Danger Mouse that went out in America. What was he based one, on John Gotti or something? Was he? <laughs> one of the voices had the kind of Italian. The Irish voice. Mouse. Nice <laughs> four and a half hour cartoon. <laughs> Martin Scorsese exactly. get the grips with. I mean, that's not really a front page, is it? It's not even true. I mean, basically... Not even true? Well, all that happened was the producer You're said... You're suggesting the Daily Star <laughs> running a front page that isn't true. Brian Cosgrove, who's... Oh, um, I remember Brian. Brian, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, the studio head said, you're going to have to change the voice on that crow. There was a big Italian community in the Mafia in New York, and they said they wouldn't accept a comical Italian accent, so we re-recorded Stiletto, this character, as a cockney. Well, Brian, which is quite get, interesting, but not really a front page of a national Brian newspaper. Brian getting clipped because of Danger Mouse. What an <laughs> amazing story that is. I quite I think like, that's interesting. I am Intrigued me, intrigued me, nothing else. I'm glad. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Paul Hawksby, Andy Jacobs here on Talk Sport, making a welcome return to the studio. It's always good to see a comedian and, of course, the cinnamon from the chase, Paul Sinner. Paul, good to see you. It's lovely to be here. This expanded studio space yeah, really suits you. Yeah, it's a lovely. beautiful view. I mean, the first time I think we ever saw you, you were. I think you were. It's interesting. You weren't a chaser. Uh, that was a twinkle in your eye. It was you were. A, you were still a medical man and a comedian at the same time. And a quiver in the, has early it been days. that long? You know, that's true. That's. I mean, it has wow. been that long. You were still. You had, a, you had a foot in both camps. I think we talked about that idea of people coming to visit you, having seen you do stand up the night yeah. before when you're giving them a full examination. Yeah, very <laughs> awkward. Don't need to worry about that now. <laughs> I saw you in Edinburgh very early on in the hottest gig I've ever been to. You had, you had to what, in terms of be, being brilliant? Well, it was or hot. Very warm <laughs> no, it was room. very good gig. First I mean, Friday, the Edinburgh uh, Festival 2007, I remember it like it was yesterday. Yeah, it was heat. Wow. We sat in the front. Oh, nobody wants to see people they know in the front, but you didn't. I'm you, didn't you didn't care. <laughs> it's my wife's as, fault. as the profile, I mean, <laughs> you, have you got two kind of distinct audiences for your stand up shows and the chase, or do they blur now and again, Paul? It's the whole thing's a blur. I am, <laughs> I am a man with my fingers in a lot of pies. Yeah, uh, and and it's a real mishmash. Yeah, because you know pensioners, for instance, watch the chase. Students watch the chase. Yeah, yeah. Two completely, you know, two completely different demographic groups come to see me because uh, I'm on the chase. Then I did Taskmaster this year, so hopefully there's a new audience from uh, for Taskmaster. Then I do Is that sort to of be, to be shown. Oh, no, no, no. It was on in May and oh, June. The, 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 uh, yeah. And then I do erudite shows on Radio Four mm. about general knowledge and quiz and this, that, and the other, bringing an, an, another different audience in. And then I play comedy clubs all year. Yeah, yeah, and that yeah. Brings another audience in. So there's lots of audiences. You've got to, your latest show is a hazy little thing called Love. Yes. Which uh, is mm. uh, you, you, the next next show up is in Lincoln. Uh, 26th of Jan, you're going on a little tour uh, around the country. So is there a, is it normally a theme? Is there a theme around the show, would you say? Well, is there a theme? This is my, <laughs> this is my, this is my big one. This yes. is my magnum opus because this is the year, or well, last year, 2019, where I had the most curious 12 months you could possibly imagine. Mm. It began in January um, with uh, me standing on a bridge over the River Tiber in Rome proposing to my long-term boyfriend. It ended uh, in December with me as a married man and in the middle, bang in the middle, May the 30th, I was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. Mm. So it has been a busy year. Yeah. And the, the challenge uh, as a comedian is you've got to take all the little ingredients and make it funny. And when I say funny, I don't mean uh, sad, but moments of ha-ha. I mean actually funny. <laughs> there are a lot of jokes, a lot of jokes. 
and I consider this to be the best show that I've ever written. Wow, well, that's um, good. We've really, had a lot to draw on, as you said. Well, a lot. I think really? my thing is, I write about real life, and I've had so much real life. And without wishing to give too much weight, two months after being diagnosed with Parkinson's, I reached my life's Everest outside of getting married, which was winning the British Quiz Championship. Yeah, I was going to congratulate you uh, on that. I saw that. Um, so it has been an, an, an astonishingly weird and varied year. Yeah. And as a comedian, what you've got to do is just go, right, that's my touring show for next year. But as I said, the challenge is to make it funny. Yeah, of course. Uh, and so one of the things about Parkinson's disease is I've got literally no idea what's going to happen for the next five to ten years or at what timetable or what pace or at what speed. And that enables me to be light-hearted mm. about it because at the moment, with the medication that I'm on, I'm all right. I'm That's good. I've, I've, That's got good the of, I've got the privilege of being But as a doctor, you know, did you realise that you were ill? I mean, This is the thing. Everyone else seemed to know, apart from me. <laughs> yeah. I, because, because my changes were so slow yeah. and, and relatively subtle. It just And because it had started with a frozen shoulder, it just hadn't occurred to me until... Mm. My physiotherapist in sort of March, April started going, why aren't you getting better? I was at a shoulder operation in January. Mm. And that's when the whole idea that there might be something more seriously wrong with me started getting explored. Yeah, I've got loads of my medical school friends that came to see me at the Soho Theatre in March. They were all very, very skilled doctors. None of them had picked up a suspicion of anything and watching really? me standing on stage for an hour. So it may be that in March and April, I got worse quite quickly. Yeah. And you say at the moment, because of the, the sort of medication you're taking, Touchwood, it's you're doing okay. Winning episodes of the Chase, British Quiz Champion, knocking out gigs, comedy <laughs> gigs, having a great time. Yeah, I mean, you know, in, professionally speaking, I've never been in a, I've never been in a better place. Part, partly, weirdly enough, is the medication. It's said to make you more creative. When wow. I've been writing jokes at a rate of knots for quite a while, and they all, literally, the, every single one of them seems to be working. Yeah, so. This is my big year in terms of this is the, the year that I'm spending touring this show, not just in the UK, but in New Zealand in April. Oh, brilliant. At the ed is when, you know, when I'm selling tickets to the Edinburgh Festival, the show is as ready as it's possibly going to be. And so that's, that's my challenge for the year, to enjoy it. Our pal Dave Clark, or you'll know from the darts on Skype. I know Dave Clark. Well, you saw yes. that. There was that wonderful video that Dave sent out at the end of the darts. I think what he said it was eight years after diagnosis. Yeah. There he is. He's Gavin got through uh, another fantastic and done brilliant, another world darts championship. A real kind of, he was dancing around his living room, a real well, kind of celebration. Well, here's the thing. The Parkinson's community is great. They look mm. out for each other. And as soon as my diagnosis came up, uh, was made public, Dave Clark got in contact with me. That's nice. And there's some time in the summer, in July, I think, where we just met for a beer in a, in a pub in Ballum and just discussed life, the universe and everything. And do you know what the great thing about Dave Clark is? Or well, one of the many great things, when I walked into the pub, the first thing he did was give me the biggest smile uh, any human being's ever given me. Yeah. As though he mm. instinctively knew that I wanted to see him smile. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was a really thoughtful uh, and uh, great thing to do. And he's a great guy. And that video is just genuinely inspiring. Yeah, it was. I must stress, Dave Clark does more exercise than any other human <laughs> being on the yeah, planet. He does, yeah. 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 And so to keep himself at those levels of fitness, it's mm. it's not. He doesn't take anything for granted. He is working really hard. Yeah. But I look at that video and I go, well, this is what you got to do. When I wake up in the morning and go, do I want to go to the gym? I think of that video, Dave Clark, and go. 
Yes, I want to go to the gym. Yeah, that's good. Did you did you worry, Paul? I mean, we understand, you know, be incredible if you didn't. That so much of what you do relies on mental sharpness, whether it's stand up, whether it's the quizzing, all the things you love, or the chase. So, did you start to think with the diagnosis, how's that going to pan out? Of course. I mean, I'm a professional quizzer and a professional comedian, uh, and in that sense of the big three: motor neuron disease, Parkinson's disease, and multiple sclerosis. Um, that this isn't necessarily the worst one to get because in general your your brain in general not always yeah. and everyone ev- I must stress that everybody's different mm. but your mental faculties are not the first thing to go by any means uh, and so I've just got them and that, and that's why the the British quiz championships was such a major thing for mm. me uh, but also I watch my performances on the chase and uh, my husband now because I got married my <laughs> husband tests me on speed general knowledge all every single day to make sure that my reflexes are intact because i've got to be realistic and go if my reflexes uh start dropping then itv's insurance policy on the chase yeah. is going to start <laughs> is going to start skyrocketing that's very true um, yeah, yeah. and 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 so I, I i don't i do not intend to be on the chase if my faculties start going because that would be unfair on the show yeah so I'm very, very strict on myself and make sure that my, my quiz... I would test myself every single day. Are you still are you still watching plenty of cricket? We know you love your cricket. I don't know if you caught what any a, of the cricket yesterday, of what course. What a year it's been. Yeah, it's been great. Wonderful. You know, it, it, well, you know Dave Clark is an inspiration. What about Ben Stokes and yeah. his ability to absolutely restore his reputation with the British sports-watching public? I know. What a year he's had. And in, in, a, in a weird sense, and I will be talking about this at some stage somewhere it's been a weird year for me as a sports fan because i had this three of the biggest things that ever happened to me as a sports viewer which were liverpool's win against barcelona in the champions league semi-final uh, the world cup final and ben stokes innings at headingley all happened while i was going through various sort of vicissitudes mm. of mood and uh, and they all really took it out of me mm. uh, and in the, in the last few months i've not been watching i mean liverpool's league run I've not seen much of it because I've just been sort of going, oh, I'll just follow it on Twitter and just <laughs> relax. And, uh, and now I'm in, a situ- I'm in a better place where I'm going to start properly imbibing sport all over again. But the Liverpool-Barcelona game was so emotionally, viscerally powerful. It took me quite a while to get over it. That, mm. that, that feeling of, well, this is the best it's ever going to be. Yeah, the, the, yeah. No, Nothing's ever going to... I mean, even Istanbul, I think doesn't come close to the Barcelona game because in Istanbul, Liverpool didn't even bother to play well. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas in Barcelona, they produced... I think you could relax for the second half of the season. Yeah, I think well, you can. You know, I think you're going to be all right. Yeah. I'm not making any grand predictions. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. I've been reading about the Sussexes, the uh, Duke and Duchess of Sussex, oh, yeah. and I am fascinated by some of the PR effort that's been going on there because uh, a source has said uh, to the son, it's been a very tough year. They're newlyweds and they have a young baby. And you think, well, so, so have a, a lot of other people got that, haven't they? You, you're supposed to feel sorry for them. You, you, your heart goes out of them. The designer clothes, the free tickets, the free flights, the free yeah. holidays, new two and a half million pound renovation of their house. You know, I think there are other young couples with young things that you could say they've had a tougher year. You know, yeah. so I, I do think it's very odd. I'm quite fascinated by the whole thing. And uh, now they're thinking of going to Canada, which will be, you know. Well, they've just come back from Canada, you know, haven't they? they? I think they want to go and live there. 
Oh, okay. So who knows? Interesting. What they kind of withdraw from public life is that is that the plan? Well, this this is what seems to be the plan. Okay. Apparently, uh, when they loved the beauty of Canada, she told staff. Well, who doesn't? They've been Vancouver <laughs> Island, haven't they? Fantastic. She said to see Archie go R when you walk by, and just to see how stunning it is meant a lot to us. It's only about six months. He's very advanced, isn't he? Fantastic. He's a, sort of yeah. beautiful. Ah, oh, that's lovely, isn't it? Is that deciduous, <laughs> that tree? Or, yeah. Incredible. Anyway, um, yes. what about this? Uh, microalgae such as uh, spirulina, <laughs> otherwise known as pond scum, oh, could yeah. save the world as an easy-to-grow alternative to meat, say Cambridge University. Really? Professor Alison Smith believes spirulina is a viable alternative if climate change <laughs> makes land for farming more sparse. And I just thought, mate... They were a nice me. band. I used to like them, spirulina. <laughs> yeah, spirulina. You like spirulina, didn't you? Yeah. You, like, you liked all their kind of... Of, uh, sort of soft jazz uh, tunes. That's the one. Yeah. But it did, it did strike me as uh, uh, mm. microalgae such as spirulina, otherwise known as pond scum. <laughs> Professor Alison Smith believes spirulina is a viable alternative for pond scum. Oh, the Marvelous. people. Yeah, go on, get on with it. Roy Hudd, a man oh, yeah. you've worked with. In oh, yeah, the past. fantastic. Close talker, mm. lovely man, very yeah. funny. But he's in uh, talk yeah. with a he's very close talker. He's brilliant. He's eighty three now. Yeah. He's in talks with the university uh, for to archive. He's got twenty thousand plus a twenty thousand plus collection of song sheets and posters because he loves all that old oh, yeah, yeah, musical yeah. I and all can that stuff. It. Yeah. yeah, brilliant. So yeah. Uh, don't know if you'll be uh, getting any of that. Have you got a court point. subpoena? It's <laughs> <laughs> one of the great lines. <laughs> It's brilliant, isn't it? Old headlines. What can you do? Um, anything else? Yes, I've got a, a. I know you love the Star Texters. Oh yeah, and uh, Trucker Mick. Is oh, good old Trucker Mick. I don't know who you're talking about, but I like him already. No, me neither. Although, I'm guessing he's a lorry driver. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've got to find his. I've got to find his text now. You've lost Trucker Mick's. Uh, I don't want to keep saying Trucker Mick because it, in the end <laughs> I'm going to mess it up. <laughs> Definitely going to no, mess it up. This one here it is. He, he wrote. Why do programs? No, why do people who make TV programs yeah. need to play music in the background while someone's talking? It's called incidental music. <laughs> what a funny thing to write. Yeah, it was in films as well, mate. I think you'd find sort of telly would be quite dry. All films would be quite dry unless uh, unless you had a bit of incidental music. And this time. thing, and of course, Gary Lineker, for some reason, I don't know what it is, but the, all the tabloid papers they all have a go at him, and, and then the listeners join in with a pile-in. So Steve in London wrote, he said, Gary Nicker didn't present Saturday's match of the day because he was presenting Sunday's live game. Can't BBC insist he works two days a week? Well, it's quite difficult, isn't it, really? He's going to be very late at one game, then he's got to be early at the other game. Oh, it's yeah, really you're willing to happen, cover Gary Lineker's back, but the Sussexes, <laughs> yeah. they can get stuffed by the sound <laughs> well, of it. The Sussexes aren't on the pub... Gary Lineker's not on the public payroll. Like, I think you'll find well, he, he is. is. I think you'll find he is. That's exactly what he yeah, is. But at least he works for his money, let's be oh, honest. Oh, blimey, Andy. Well, you're you bringing know. all this sort of stuff to the table. <laughs> well, you know how it is. And anyway, uh, now, earlier on, because yes. Paul, Paul the Painter's been in touch from Lechworth, uh, oh, yeah. you were mentioning this. Tell us a bit about this technology, this incredible bit of technology you well, mentioned. Imagine a, a sort of Alexa. Yeah, you know where you go. Alexa, turn this on or do that, whatever. Yeah, and uh, but instead of it being in one place, yeah. so you've either got to shout, and it's no good if you're in another room. There's a new one called Borley. Borley, yeah. Borley. It's the same idea, but it follows you around. Borley follows you around. Yeah. Okay. So you go Borley, uh, turn on Talksport, for example. Okay. All right, good. Um, Paul the Painter says he, he likes the sound of Borley, but he said, if you live in a house uh, 
Uh, how does it get upstairs, or is it trapped like a Dalek? <laughs> or do you have to just shout downstairs? And if it start, if well, it's, you do a bit of keepy uppy with it, you, you volley it upstairs. <laughs> if Paulie's upstairs and falls down the stairs, yeah. will the spherical electronic <laughs> helper call out "ouch, ouch, ouch", ouch, ouch on ouch. each step? <laughs> good questions. It's a Paul. very good question. Very good question. Really, yeah. if you've got questions for Tim Vickery, slightly mm. more serious than that, of course. Mm. Uh, on the world of South American football, you've been linked with any players, and you want to know a bit more about them. Then Tim Germain, uh, join mm. us after three o'clock. Get your questions in now. A number of people have already. Talksport.com forward slash H and J. Uh, text to eight ten eighty nine or tweet to TS H and J, and we'll put your questions to Tim later. I was watching a bit of the, my wife recorded. She loves the thing on E Channel, the red carpet. E Channel, you know that entertainment. Got his favourite channel. E. e with Ryan Seacrest. Is it Seagrave? Yeah, Seacrest. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Why would I know? Thank Ryan. You. What's Ryan's the show secret? called? It's the red carpet. So oh, okay. either it's the Oscars or it's the Golden Globes. Yeah. And, uh, and we were watching so it's it. It's just basically night. journalists shouting people's names and they ignore Cuba, them or they Cuba. go. Yeah. No, but this, I think Ryan's, he's, he's a bit like Jeff Stelling. He seems to know everything. I don't know if he's being fed all the information, but he's, he's incredible. He seems to, somebody will come along like, um, uh, what's her name? Kate Blanchett. Should we no, just Reese, Reese Witherspoon. Oh, okay. Example. Why did you choose her? <laughs> because I'm, I'm just, hey, great. You try and give a bloke just get him out of trouble and then he the only well, because he the one I saw was with Reese oh, okay, fair enough well I just thought you were contradicting the fact that you, it doesn't matter come on carry and on he, he sort of knew everything about Reese's career and what she's up to and what she's done and whoever so came along so you think someone's so feeding it into his ear <laughs> I think it might be goal at Hartley <laughs> <laughs> would have been great if they got a bad link they got a bad link and he got Jeff's stuff it would be fantastic yeah <laughs> Phil Thompson what's happening at Anfield because there was why are you saying that to me, says Reese Witherspoon? <laughs> Jodie Comer, who plays, uh, of course, uh, she's in Killing Eve. I can't remember the name of the character she plays yeah. now. And uh, Villanelle, yeah. thank you yeah, very much, it, producer, yeah. who's an avid fan of yeah. that. Yeah. And um, she was wearing these massive shoulder pads. And I noticed a lot of... The, what do you think women... of Villanelle? Well, they're not as good as they were <laughs> at the start of the season. Yeah, I said, that reminds me. I was thinking, for now, of uh, West Ham. Yeah. He's the easiest bloke in, uh, in the world to substitute for a manager. That's it for now. <laughs> That, that's yeah, it. That's yeah, right. Yeah. I can't remember where I got to now. Never okay. mind. Anyway, Reece, anyway, so Reese Witherspoon's <laughs> just found out there's been a goal at Hartley Paul. <laughs> and and um, where were you? Jodie Comer was wearing all the women. A lot of the women wearing like basically dresses that looked like they were designed by or the as old Manchester United fans call it. <laughs> Jodie Comover. <laughs> yeah. NFL shoulder pads. She was wearing NFL shoulder they pads. They all had NFL shoulder pads on. It's a very strange look, I think. From the pavilion Although, end, <laughs> NFL, NFL shoulder, shoulder pads. What about Stella McKe McCartney? <laughs> Stella McKickney? <laughs> Just calm down, Andy. You don't know what's going on there. Stella mate. McCartney's tweet about um, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. It was a very strange tweet there, wasn't it? This man's a winner wearing custom Stella because he chooses to make choices for the future of the planet. I didn't see that. That's right, he's, he's going to wear the same suit three <laughs> times. It's good of him, isn't it? It's not great using climate concerns to sell clothes right now. I don't think that's, that's a great effort. Gab Canchao says, what would Andy do if he got someone to the palace to get his OBE for services to broadcasting? Ain't happening. And the Sussexes were presenting was the that gong. Bracket? Was that your no, bracket? That was, yeah, that's my in parenthesis. <laughs> I thought Gab wouldn't would, be so And the rude. Sussexes were giving out the gongs. What would you say then? You'd be all, you'd be a lick spitter, wouldn't you? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I'd yes, say. you are. Haven't you gone to Canada yet? Yeah, well, you're well known for being two-faced. Oh, no, I'm more, I'm more a fan of Princess Anne. Are you and really? The, and the Countess of Wessex, okay. who yesterday uh, attended pub. a training session at uh, the National Sports Centre. It was an England hockey training session. Oh, okay, right. You know, earning their money. 
Yucky. Oh, okay, we get the idea, Andy. <laughs> uh, it's uh, Hawksby and Jacobs here on Talksport. They got anything else? No, that's it. Really. That's it. You've exhausted everything. Well, I did like the story about Dom Sibley's family finding yeah. the granddad's his granddad's betting slip. One uh, leading high street bookmaker said it's the most they've ever paid out um, mm. for a bet of this type. You know, like you think your son or your daughter is going to play professional sport, the top level, represent their country, mm. and you have a little flutter. Uh, and as Andy said, Dom Sibley's uh, granddad many years ago. Sadly, no longer with us, but they found the betting slips of the family. Um, uh, Kenneth, his granddad, had punts at 150 to 1, then at 66 to 1 when Dom was 16 years old. The first one he did when he was a really young kid. And, but at uh, 16, he would have been part of Esco, part of Bunbury. But yeah, but still, there's quite a long way to go because he is, I think he is the 105th Bunbury, yeah, Dom yeah, Sibley, to, to no, play no, for England. But you've got, you got a good chance. But I know, yeah, there's no guarantee. Yeah. I I, mean, I've had a bet that my grandson won't play for England. What? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not good, is it? Well, there's no, there's no great lineage, is there? I mean, my son's not a bad footballer, and one of them's not great. No, the other could, one's, you, know, you never know. It's it could like me, isn't it? Yeah. I'd say. Well, I'd be delighted if he did. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Well, this time of year, I think everyone needs a little bit of help post-Christmas, and uh, here to offer that is Tom Kerridge. His new uh, book and uh, TV series that starts tonight on BBC Two is Lose Weight and Get Fit, 100 High Flavour Recipes for Dieting and Fitness. Tom, good to see you. Afternoon, how we doing, gents? We're good. good. It did strike me as well, having, mm. this, uh, having lost the weight that you did, um, and in your line of work it's very difficult to maintain that, we were just saying off here, but you kind of need to really, don't you, because you're a walking advert for the for the books you produce and the TV shows you make, so you must feel <laughs> a bit of a pressure to maintain it. Yeah, I found myself in this really weird position where I'm like, I'm not, you know, 
people look at me as as a bloke that's lost weight. I mean, the, the way I did, you know, if I wasn't, I'm a chef first and foremost. Yeah. If I wasn't a chef, I, you know, I'd, I'd be a delivery man, or I'd work in a butcher's, or I'd be on a building site. It's, it's just one of those jobs that I, I love being a part of. But mm. you know, I find myself ended up on television, and then I went through the weight loss journey. That was, I mean, it was me. It was I made the decision. Yeah. I wanted to do it, and it's after I've done it that people have gone, "How did you do it? Or what do you do? And how do you keep on top of it?" So it's being able to, you know. I think it's, it becomes relatable, relatable to people that are, you know, 45-year-old blokes that are fat, bold and old and just <laughs> like, you just go, how do, how do I get, how do I stay on top of it? I'm, you know, I'm not a weight loss expert. I'm not a, you know, I'm, I'm not a dietitian. I'm not a, um, I'm not a personal trainer. Mm. I'm not a, you know, I'm a bloke like everybody mm. else that has gone, you know, I need to lose weight. I get to the gym a bit. I try to stay fit and healthy. How do I do it? Well, I'll come at, come at it from my point of view as a chef and you go, right, let's make the food tasty. Let's make sure that if you're going to be on a diet, you need to make sure that the food you're eating is going to be lovely because otherwise you ain't going to stick to you it. Get mis- you get miserable. That's you the do, thing. yeah. It's so insipid and so uninspiring, yeah, yeah. some diet food. So you're trying to make it super tasty, that's the most important thing. The yeah. difference here to the other books that you've done, the key is really in the title, isn't it? And the, because I think you discovered this that you need to combine it with exercise. Yeah. You know, yeah. a lot of people just exercise and don't diet. A lot of people diet and don't exercise. But it seems to me, unless you do the both, you're never going to lose weight. Yeah, I, I, to be honest, most of the weight loss will come about what you consume, okay? So what you're eating, changing that diet up is massive. But also getting fitter is a big thing. Being active, moving, feeling you're staying alive, getting things going, it really does help burn those calories and move things through but also you know the recipes here aren't they are for weight loss but it is also for people who go to the gym or people who want to you know just stay controlled of what they're eating as well so you know there's different recipes in there that are good for pre-gym post-gym workouts that sort of thing and there's also a section in the back where my my best mate who's a personal trainer funnily enough like it's a workout section it's a workout section but Mm. it's not a workout section for people that you know go to the gym and push on this is for people who just want to move a little bit more can do a bit more stuff that doesn't have to feel intimidated by a gym they can get on with it so at home that sort of thing I'm, um, I'm gone. Yeah, so I'm just going to say about the series. Um, mm. You've you've kind of taken some um, punters uh, through the process with you in this series. Exactly. So, you know, we normally do a series like this every year and it starts off with 12 volunteers and we go through a period of either, either like going through weight loss or going through learning to cook. Or, and this one, again, is weight loss, except it's 11 volunteers and me. Right. So <laughs> I take part. This year I thought, right, I need to shift some more timbers because I went through a point of I lost a load of weight through and I'm through diet and swimming and then I went I stopped the swimming and I went to the gym and then I got found weights at the gym and I started lifting I started doing loads of stuff and got bigger and bulkier and I find that like being strong I love however being strong is a bit different to being fit and mm. it was like hold on a minute I'm doing this all wrong I need to change I need to shift some body weight I need to get back into doing some cardio work and feeling that I'm alive so I needed to shift some timber so I thought well I'm going to take part in it as well so and I got I got to be honest with you normally I write the recipes and I let people get on with it and help them get on with it taking part in it it, it, there's a new pressure there because they're my mm. recipes. I've got you. I've got to make sure that they work, and I've got to make sure that it gets right. And exposing yourself on television to that point of going, do you know what? It's it's quite vulnerable. I think it's quite the eleven guys. That, you work in the media. You mm. know you. Mm. You know people give you a bit of our time on Twitter every now and then. It's fine. You just get used to it. 
I've got 11 really brave people that are coming on this journey with me. So we all feel a little exposed. It's over an eight-week period, and we'll see where we get. Yeah. No, I, I'm lucky. I haven't mm. got a massive <clears throat> sweet tooth, but I, I noticed that when I came to the sweet section, you said most people will turn to this section first. Yeah. And so you have come up with some uh, some alternatives. You've brought some in. So well, I'll tell you what, yeah, yeah. you've brought some. The, the, the old energy levels could, you know, were nearly 243. a couple of, couple of hours into the show. 243, though, 243 is the time of day when your energy sags the most, apparently, according yeah. to something that I read the other well, day. Well, we've missed it by a few minutes, boys, so you better get <laughs> so, one. Tell us, what, what have you brought us then, Tom? So these are carrot uh, carrot cake energy balls. So, mm, they're, so, so they're, it's kind of the, you know, like raw cookie dough that mm -hmm. everyone kind of, love so it's the same sort of thing but it's kind of like a carrot cake mix that's um got dates in it it's, oh, it's wow. got you know it's mm. got some lovely bit of spice in this and then desiccated coconut over the top so it's got texture it's, it's about 130 calories but what it does do is it gives you instead of having the chocolate bar in the afternoon it gives you that energy boost they're good for pre-workout they're good for post-workout but they're also good for keeping your energy up in the afternoon you just and they're in lower in calorie than your, your normal grab very a chocolate good. bar yeah, they're very tasty. you happy you like yeah, that oh, yeah that's very very nice also, like That'll be fully energised. That'll be it. <laughs> I love the section on... Uh, there's a good section on chicken recipes because I find chicken... You, you tend to try and not to eat so much red meat, So, and I'm not a big fish lover, so I eat a lot of chicken, but it's often quite difficult to find different ways of doing it because... It, keep eating it in the same way like you just said before you get bored and then you lose heart and chicken is one of those mm. go-to proteins that everyone grabs because it's easy to grab in the supermarket everyone recognize it you all know how to cook it we all know when a chicken is cooked because it's white all the way through all mm. the, it's, a, it's it's an easy dish to cook mm. for people who aren't very confident in cooking that's why everyone kind of goes to chicken but there's a, yeah some lovely flavors in there like the chicken there's a chicken tagine tray bake one of those things that you can just put all the flavors in the tray together roast it i mean it's easy done it's big on flavour, little on washing up and lower on calories. It's <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. Um, mm. You talked about running and swimming and weights, but you love your rugby and you enjoy your football. Did, did, have you returned to team sports or is that a bit of high risk in your line of work? You can't be limping around the restaurant in the kitchen <laughs> on crutches, can I've you? I've got to be honest, I would be a massive target. Like, <laughs> I, used, I used to play rugby quite a bit. It's funny enough, one of my best mates I went to school with, Mark Cornwall, he played for Gloucester his whole career as a second row forward. He's now head coach over at Hartbury and he's such a superstar. But he, like, I mean, he talks about the game being different. We played together. I was rubbish. He went on and made a profession from it. But, you know, I, I, would, I would love to, however, like, it's one, it's getting the, the Saturdays, getting the diary free. Yeah. To be honest, it's mm. I'm now going to live it through my little man. He's four years old, but he's all about the rugby. He oh, loves wow. it. Yeah, he's got a tackle bag for Christmas. He's, he's really? Yeah, he runs down the living room, smashes it. Like, God forbid, look out, look out the guys when they're 16 years old. He's going he's gonna to be have hammering. We've just been talking about this. You want to have a bet on him playing for England? Yeah, yeah. we just had uh, Dominic Dom, Sibley's, Dom Sibley's great granddad. Just have, the family have just had a £21,000 payout. He had a couple of bets, 150 to 1, one at 66 to 1 on Dom over the years to play for his country so you want to get in early I am well, that's, a, that's a great idea I'll have a little punt on that now I tell you what England's new number 8 in, in, in 20 years time look out for AC Kerridge and me being absolutely minted from a bet that yeah, I've made that's right you remember this one yeah, carrot take, cake energy yeah, yeah, exactly. there's a few more of those that's right yeah. get those in the dressing room I mean I suppose yeah, I just wondered yeah any kind of sport 
sports. These could be quite good for uh, for uh, people in the world of sport, can they? Your little energy balls. Yeah, well, they're great. Actually, within the show, we did we did actually do. We went out rugby training. We took the guys out, and we all went on a, a mixed ability rugby day with Dane and Gloucester, which was absolutely brilliant. And we, all, we it's funny enough, we all had the energy balls afterwards, which was really good. So yeah, running around a rugby mm. pitch, playing about. They they were really good for those energy boosts. Yeah, they work really well. And because you know you make them, you make them head of schedule. The sort of thing you can stick in your gym bag. It's no bother. Okay. Well, I don't know if you've got any more of these to do today, but if you want a bit of a lift, we've got if you, we've got a couple left. You should have one before I, you leave. I've eaten about six and can't tell how fast I'm talking. I'm going to give one to the producer. Yeah, we'll let the, like the producer like often, he often, he often drifts off at about quarter past three most days. So, so 8.30 tonight then, Tom, the other series? 8.30, BBC Two tonight. It's a six-part series of, of filmed over an eight-week period late last summer uh, of, of uh, a bunch of really amazing, wonderfully brave volunteers who are putting themselves through the paces to lose weight and get fit. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. So there we are. That was uh, this afternoon's show. But That's if, me if, off the Sussex's Christmas list. Yeah, I don't think you'll be uh, getting an invite to... Where do they live? Oh, Vancouver. You want to get, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. You won't be getting an invite to Vancouver <laughs> Island. No, well, Because it's a lovely place. Well, no, Sensational course, yes, place. No, I know. Well, I haven't been there, but I've heard. Never been. Must do a show <laughs> from there. Um, OK, I'm not in tomorrow. Max Rushton is here tomorrow on Friday. I'll catch up with you Monday. Andy's back tomorrow, but uh, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.